should we go in like this, Andy? Or, or uh, Tim Burton. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Dude, no, that's. T- I was doing the actual movie oh, we're doing today. Halloween. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Slash U, episode 11. Halloween episode, literally. Yeah, baby. In more ways than one, correct. My name is Andy. Hello, I'm Nick. And we are Slash U. Slash U. We're going to attempt to educate you about some uh, campy slasher horror movies made between the 1977 and 1988. Uh, today is not, not campy, though, Nick. No, this is, a, this, is a, this is a popular one. We got the real deal here. Um, we've decided to talk about the classic Halloween. John Carpenter's Halloween, 1978, one hour, 31 minutes. Many would say this is the one that started it all. Oh, I got, I, I got, I got, I got notes. Many would say this is an apex predator among slasher movies. If you have not seen Halloween, get the hell off this podcast. Right. I, I'm just, I don't, don't, I don't want to offend our one listener. Right. We don't want that one person tuning out. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go find a true crime podcast. Fuck those guys at Slash U. <laughs> we usually try to keep these free for you. Uh, Halloween is available for three ninety nine to rent. Mine on, was free. On Amazon. It's free with uh, Shudder. Yes. A Shudder subscription available through Amazon Which, Prime. If you're a horror fan, um, you should get yeah, uh, Shudder's a good channel for horror, horror fans. Um, I think you can buy Halloween, too, on Amazon for $9.99. So uh, definitely worth the rental. Um, or the buy for $9.99. I think that's oh, a great... Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely something to always watch every year. Yeah, this is a classic, and it is. Um, it, it holds up. It does. I mean, it, we're gonna, of course, we're Slash you. We're going to point out some things where yep. we're like, what the hell? <laughs> but to the to, from what John Carpenter did, and Deborah Hill, we should say, mm-hmm. to... You know, imagine going into this movie in 1978. You know, you just got fucking listening to the Bay City Rollers, and you know, you just finished smoking <laughs> some horrible weed, and you got your girl, and you're like, "Hey, let's go see T-U-R-D-U-I Saturday." And and then seeing this movie, yeah. I mean, today's standards, you know, what 30, 42 years later, I mean, it's people are like, "Yeah, whatever." But at this specific time, this was it. I will say this too. The music made it all. Like, if you That's put, true. like, Benny Hill or, you know, some kind of, like, emo music to it, it wouldn't be as scary. Yeah, like some John Carpenter rock or something. Yeah. would be like, the, the I remember there was a producer who John Carpenter showed the movie to without the music, and they went, this really isn't that scary. Then he showed him the... Then the producer went to actually see it in the theater with, mm-hmm. the, with the music. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. So. All the... A lot of piano... Yep. A lot of off-time piano. So well, what that does is it it um, messes with your your sensibilities, you know, because your brain is listening for order for, you know, a pattern in the in the music, and it doesn't like the the high pitch notes either. So the the piano just constantly going dee 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 builds tension. Uh, it, it it totally does. Yeah, it irritates the ear enough where you're like, ah, what? I don't like it. If you'll notice, there's. Uh, I can't think of an example off the top of my head right now, but there's movies that have been made in the recent past, last five, ten years or so, that um, in times of tension in the movie, you'll hear a real high-pitched just tone. It's quiet enough where it doesn't overpower the dialogue, but it's loud enough where you can hear it, and it, like your ear's ringing. Sure. It's that kind of, and you're just like, God, this is annoying, but it helps you build the tension in the movie gives you you know that visceral reaction to what's happening on the screen music is 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 so important to also annie's point to really drive home some of these great i mean 
of course, Halloween, a standard in, in horror, slasher, horror, not campy, not forgotten, mm-hmm. as what we stand for at Slash U, but music, dr- music drove uh, Blood Diner. Yeah. Music drove Killer Workout. I mean, there's a lot of music in, in some of the films that we watch when we bring yep. it up, and, and oh, music drove uh, Madman. Oh, yep, for sure. The hot tub scene was <laughs> no. one of the best musical numbers. Please go back to... It's my award for best musical number. Biggest hard-on from a co-host of Slash certainly, U. Certainly the longest musical number. Yes. Play the entire song. So we get, let's get back to uh, yeah, uh, Halloween. Halloween. So this is obviously in honor of Halloween. On uh, we're, we're recording this on a Wednesday, and I'm going to do my best to put this up on Halloween. So as you hear this, hopefully, happy Halloween. Uh, it's October 31st, 2020, which is a full moon, Nick, and daylight savings. You get an extra hour to celebrate. We're all partying together, COVID, <laughs> COVID safe, safe style. There's only going to be like a few of us, but... Uh, yeah, we're I'm gonna... only going to make out with Nick once or twice. <laughs> so, I'm, I don't know what to say. I'm blushing. I'm, I'm not, uh, now I'm just uh, taking off my shirt. Do you... <laughs> I'm so, now topless. Th- this one's going to be... Um... Uh, an easy one to go through this week, I think, right? Yeah, because we also have a special gift. Yes. Uh, not a gift, I should say. A treat. After you go. After you go. we talk about Halloween, this uh, podcast, this right. episode specifically, episode 11, Halloween edition, literally, we are going to have our significant partners correct, come and join us to talk about their favorite Halloween movie and why. Yeah. We so, no spoilers. Kind of a double barrel episode here. We're going to fly through this one. And then the ladies are going to be on to talk about theirs. So, well, we'll times. be there too. <laughs> yeah, we got to rain them the, in. For those of for still... those of you that really just tune in to listen to Nick and Andy's smooth voice, yeah, we'll be there too. So, get to, to Halloween. Appeal, get to Halloween. Appeal to the female demo this week. Yes, ladies. So I can do a little bit of a Cliff Kill notes, but it's not you know as involved maybe as some other past. Yeah, I just but, think a brief synopsis. Well, yeah. most people have seen this. I for hope. for folks who have not seen us seen this movie. Uh, here's the setup. Halloween night, 1963. Uh, Michael Myers, age six, murders his sister Judith. Obviously, that's the beginning of the movie. After then being institutionalized for the next 15 years, Michael breaks out. He returns to the town of Haddonfield, Illinois, Illinois, to Illinois, kill, Illinois to kill again. Yeah, there's two of them. I know. <laughs> Illinois. During the movie, Michael stalks a group of high school students, particularly Laurie Strode played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Another one. This is our second yep. movie with Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and her friends, as the collectively they all babysit on Halloween night, and they're kind of in this little neighborhood. Their houses are very close together where the girls are babysitting. So he's returning to stalk a group of high school students, particularly these group of babysitters. Meanwhile, Dr. Loomis from the sanitarium where Michael was locked up, he recognizes the danger, and he enlists the help of Sheriff Brackett to help catch Michael before he kills again. Uh, and that's kind of how the movie sets up. That's how it goes that's down. That's how it goes. Um, yeah. Dr. Loomis was the, he was treating <clears throat> Michael for 15 years, so he right. knows Michael better than anyone. He was his, his doctor. Yeah, he's got will. a lot of dialogue in the movie talking about he, how he recognizes this is the face of pure evil. This yes, boy, dark, the devil's eyes. Beyond redemption, blah, blah, blah. So, um, Originally, this movie was supposed to be called The Babysitter Murders. Oh, really? But, yes, but due to budget constraints, they wanted to film it like it was filmed over one day yeah uh the team uh, john carpenter's team deborah hill's team decided what's the scariest day of the year arbor day exactly. so they the producer uh, said no and the producer said no let's make it the second scariest day <laughs> halloween <laughs> uh, arbor day 
I don't know what that came out of my mouth, but I tell um, you, if we're gonna offend anyone, that's the least offensive. <laughs> well, no, said, not unless you're really in like an yeah. but you're like you're a hippie and could've you love said, recyclables and shit. Right. You're like Arbor Day's the best, dick. But Columbus Day would have probably oh, draw, yeah. drawn some ire. Uh, you know, but that is a scary day, though. Columbus yeah. Day, yeah, fuck him. Arbor Day's uh, Arbor Day's rough. But I, I'm, I, we're we're gonna give you because we we feel like since <laughs> since we feel like there is uh, not much happenings. Feeling, meaning that we really talk and dissect these movies that we know most of our audience has not seen, mm-hmm. or we encourage them to watch. Mm-hmm. This one, I believe that everyone's going to have seen. So, like Andy said, we open yep. up on Halloween in 1963. Yep. Six-year-old Michael Myers, great POV, classic POV shot that took two days to film. It is the standard opening classic what people talk about i believe when they talk about halloween of course michael myers who from the rest of the podcast andy if it's cool i'm just gonna refer to as mike that's fine thank you mike (laughs) you know the you know the mask of course the mask people would say but the opening scene took two days to film and it's what mike sees from across the street as a child goes through the window sees his sister judith making out with a boyfriend goes upstairs goes back around oh Uh, he's like outside the house yes he's outside so then as he goes back in Again, took two days, two days to film. People think it's one consecutive shot, but there are two interruptions that Carpenter nails, or, I mean, I'm sure he was involved in editing because he mm-hmm. was involved in every aspect of this film. Uh, they, they just nail it. Uh, the, the, the little Michael Myers picks up a clown mask. Yep. We go through the eyes of the clown mask. That's one thing I liked about this POV shot. It's you see the eye holes of the mask, yes. which I, I, isn't true for all POV shots. But, and I loved it. I, I, I know I was trying to look up I was trying to do some research believe it or not I, I just don't come here and just want to drink beer with you and oh, hang out like okay. I, I try to do research too and I oh, really think this that is, makes one of us <laughs> this is classic people I mean who I just want to know who and I'm, please hit hit us up there's so many other movies that pay homage to this or do yes. this and and yep. this one does it well with the with the I'm I think sh- with the mask I'm yeah. sure it's been done before but yeah. I just think as as far as popularity and mainstream this was it Michael Myers you see his little hands pick up a knife those hands they couldn't find a kid actor so those are actually Deborah Hill's hands Deborah Hill is the uh, co- co-writer co-writer director yeah. I mean uh, director producer okay um that's awesome she uh they look like little kid hands <laughs> yeah but they look so manicured and stuff so people were like hey you know little kid has dirt in his nails but anyway Going back to that classic, you know, looking through the eyes of a clown mask of a kid sees, raising the knife up, and goes upstairs after he watches Judith's boyfriend, who she was messing around with, quickly. I guess it took him... Yeah, they get done pretty fast. They get done. I noticed that. I was like, wait a minute. This has all been like 90 seconds. (laughs) So the the guy's like, see you later. So he's fully dressed and leaving. (laughs) Yeah, he's putting on a shirt and fully fucking dressed. I have successfully finished my sexual escapades with you. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you're good. Yep, I'm um, out. So Michael goes upstairs with a knife, sees his topless sister brushing her hair. Uh, our first shot of bubes uh, from the eyes of Michael, and he stabs her and kills her. Yeah, just there's there's no reason given. He just did it one day at age six. Just sort of snapped and just did it. I want to go and get this out of the way too. Sure. Uh, Rob Zombie, who I'm not really a big fan of, but that's. You know, I know he's done some horror movies, but I don't want to get into it right now. And I especially don't want you fuckers getting into it with me on social or two or three listeners. Yeah. Maybe four or five since this is our Halloween episode. But uh, Rob Zombie remade it in 2007. And you know what? He did a good job. More backstory of Michael. 
more character development with Dr. Loomis. Sure. Big fan. Okay. Don't mean to stutter. That's all right. Props to props to Rob Zombie for on the I mean, remake. And I remember I read an interview with Zombie about it when he was calling Carpenter, who's still alive, but you know, still with us today. Hey, John, I just wanted to get your uh, blessing. I'm, I would love to remake your movie. I'm going to remake your movie. What do you think? And he heard John Carpenter take a drag of a cigarette. Says, "I really don't give a fuck." And he hung up the phone. <laughs> so true story. So this movie was filmed in 20 days in yeah. uh, Southern California, but it takes place in Haddonfield, Illinois, a right. fake. Uh, fake suburb, town. fake town, fake city in Illinois. Uh, Deborah Hill was born in Haddonfield, New Jersey. That's where she was raised. So I think that's the props they give it to it. Took ten days to write the screenplay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it was done quick. Twenty days to shoot. Twenty days to shoot. Yeah. It really. I mean, they, it was filmed in August too, so it was tough to find pumpkins at the time. <laughs> you know, they were having problems finding pumpkins because you know pumpkins are seasonal. Yep. You know, Michael's parents, he, Michael, after he kills his sister, yeah. uh, runs outside, kills <clears throat> Judith, runs outside, takes off his mask. The parents of Judith and Michael are pulling up, and they go, Michael? And yeah. his mask is off his head, and he's sitting there holding a knife. And what seems just like 20 minutes, the staring. parents are staring at him. like, yeah. And he's just staring straight ahead. Yeah, it's just like... kind of a, frankly, a cute little blonde kid. Just <laughs> He is a cute little in a, kid. In a clown costume. But uh, he's holding a bloody knife. He just killed his sister, and he, it's almost like he's in shock. Right at that yes. point, sure seems that way, and we zoom out as his mom and dad just stand there. So and the, and they don't seem to. They just they stand there. When I say what it seems like for twenty minutes, it's like, come on, parents, let's get with it. I mean, <laughs> stand here long enough for the your crank. kids dress as a clown. There's no reason to have a fucking bloody <laughs> just, knife. Just stand there looking at him uh, long enough for the camera on the crane to zoom out far enough. Yeah, and then that, we'll, we'll yell cut, and then you're done. Yeah, but, I mean, but yeah. still, again, 1978. <laughs> yeah, Bay City Rollers. Yes. Yeah. Fucking horrible weed. This is what's happening in the movie theaters. So, fifteen years later, we jump to fifteen years later. Doctor Loomis in the house. Doctor Loomis. Doctor Loomis. And um, that's when uh, he's pulling up to the sanitarium with um, with a nurse, a nurse, and uh, explaining kind of why Michael's so dangerous. Uh, what Nick said. He's evil. I saw uh, the black eyes of the devil. Things like that. Um, yep. Which Rob Zombie really brings out. Yeah, in his movie, which I might refer to a little bit, but they're um, sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry, but they're but they're pulling up. It's a dark, stormy night, pulling up to the sanitarium, and what happens? They realize that there's a bunch of patients that are out. I think they reach like a T intersection. She turns left, and she's like, "I didn't realize we were letting them out at this hour because you can see these uh, you know crazy people in gowns wandering around the trick or treats patient from last week's episode where they're like yeah it's more of that it's more of that these crazy people just sort of shambling like zombies yes uh, as they're pulling up to the gate of the asylum a fenced in um, a fenced in yard and the nurse just says I didn't realize we were letting them out at this hour you know and it's raining it's like wasn't it raining oh it's pouring pouring and thunder Uh, so we kind of get a hint that something's wrong the doc they pull up and the doctor gets out of the car to what at the gatehouse the guardhouse whatever to call up to the asylum and kind of uh, warn everybody what's happening yeah. but he's telling the nurse at the time like she because she's like asking questions about michael right. and he's like he hasn't spoken to me in 15 years and we you know and she hasn't uttered about, a word yes yeah. no has it yes that said anything and right you know, and she's like, what drugs we prescribe him? And he said, like, Tranquilum. And she's like, well, that's just going to knock him out and barely make him, you know, hardly be awake. And he's like, that's how you want him. Yeah, you don't want he's him. He's the, the, the worst person. And so they're, the whole idea about this transfer. Yeah. Why? And we find out the transfer is done because of the, he has to go to, from the asylum to a prison. 
because they do not want him out. Gotcha. Dr. Loomis is the one that's like, we can't let Michael out. I think he's basically recognized this is, this kid's not going to be rehabilitated. Yes, because a six-year-old kid that only murdered one person I'm not in yeah. 1978 might have been given another chance. Yeah. Dr. Loomis has been saying, no, fuck that. <laughs> I've been observing him for 15 years, and he's not going to get any better. Um, Mike jumps on the car. Yeah, that's when we realize something's definitely wrong. Michael jumps on the top of the car and grabs at the nurse sort of thing. Pull, does he pull her out? I can't he remember. Sma- yeah, he smashes like, her. Smashes yeah. the window. He car comes to a stop because she freaks out and drives yeah. off because he's on top yeah. of the car. Yeah. And, uh, you know, smacks the window, drags her out. Doesn't kill her. Right. But he then proceeds to get in the car to, and take drive her. away. So yeah. that's the driving question. And the doctor even said something like, well, who taught him how to drive? Later in the movie. <laughs> but I've read so many, like, blo- people are He's like... He's been locked up since he was six, and what, he can suddenly drive away with What no if they, people are saying, what if he was, when he was six, he was in the back of the car and saw how the cop drove him, or as he, you know, every time well, he's there's transferred... Theories? Huh? There's theories about it? Yes, the mm-hmm. driving question. How did Michael Myers learn how to drive in the original yeah. Halloween? It's a great question. It is. So uh, I wondered it immediately. <laughs> he did because he, he the motherfucker took off. Yeah. I was like Michael Myers, NASCAR driver, riding for driving for Red Man Tobacco. Michael Myers. Yeah, he just he didn't seem to have any trouble. Not at all. And now we fast forward later uh, to present day Haddonfield. Yeah. Lori looking all dope in them high socks, leaving her house, getting ready for school, right. getting ready to go to school. Her dad yells out, hey, drop this key off, because tr- her dad's a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. We take it. We figure it out. Drop this key off and place it on the mat. And she's like, which house? She's like, the Myers house. Ugh, yeah. You're not going to sell that. <laughs> You're not going to sell that. The Myers house has been abandoned. And, or, and no one's lived in it? No one's it's, lived in it since you know, there was a murder there 15 years 15 ago. 15 years that thing's been on the market. It still mm-hmm. looks like shit, but dad, Lori's dad, fucking pompous dick, thinks real he's going to be a, thinks he's gonna, real estate king. Real estate agent extraordinaire. Yeah, so uh, then little Tommy runs up to Lori as she's walking to the Myers house, and you know he's getting excited because yep. he's like, she's you know she's babysitter. She's coming to babysit him tonight. Yeah, on Halloween night, and she's yep. like, he's like, are we going to do this? Are we going to do this? He's like, we're going to carve pumpkins. Yeah, little fuck. Oh, come on, dude, calm down. down. Maybe he's got a crush on her. Maybe he's going to play a bunch of pranks on her. Nod to last week's episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Again, like I mean, that's a great more point. babysitters, yay! It, so. And 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 <clears throat> Halloween and one night and just this this set it up. This is why we have slash you. Yeah, I mean, am I? Do you agree? Yeah, we're seeing some definite through lines in a lot of the movies. We yes, watch. great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, the little kid. Uh, you know, wasn't he Tommy? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he's excited with uh, Lori, with Jamie Lee Curtis's character. He's excited to be babysat tonight, and she's just like, okay, kiddo. You know. So Michael's watching her the whole time as Lori's walking to school. As oh, Sorry, as Lori's walking to school, Michael's watching her, like, stalking. He's in the station wagon that yes, he stole. Yes, and he's popping up here and there. Yeah. When she's walking to school, social media posts coming up, <laughs> I had to even hit Andy up. I was like, I, I sometimes pull, point out rad vans, because mm-hmm. I love vans. Mm-hmm. Not the shoes, well, even though I wear those too. Damn, but... Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> What's a popular cultural reference? Yeah, that is. Where'd well, you get I mean, them vans? Uh, but no, actual four wheels vans. Uh, oh, right. Gotcha. I remember I sent you that picture. Yep. It's a rat. Lori's walking by a rat van, so I'm going to post that on uh, our uh, Facebook and Instagram. But yeah. um, again, we're watching. Uh, Michael watch Lori and everybody's going to school. Well, it's Michael the... kind of went by his, the, the whole reason he sort of picked up on Lori was he went by his old house and saw her there putting the key under the mat. And that's kind of where I think he says, 
this is the one. This is the one. But I'm don't you watch, think he knows? Right? It's his house. Well, it's his house, but and, otherwise, how did he pick her? But you know? but that's the thing that fucking zombie does, and people even bring this up all the time. Zombie Rob Zombie made a good point, and that point was great in the movie. Lori is his fucking sister. It's brilliant. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. He hasn't seen the. Most people haven't seen the. I've turned so many people on to the Rob Zombie version. I've turned it on to some people. Why would you? I mean, he yeah. tried to do Halloween too. Horror fucking bull. Thank you. I didn't mean to yell on the mic. I'm sorry, but Halloween, the one that he did in 2007, brilliant. It Lori's this, when when they when the parents when the mom the mom's a stripper in the 2007 one. Oh. She comes out like Michael. Blood's everywhere. He's killed like three people already. Jesus. He's holding a baby. Oh, okay. The and baby's his... his sister. So everyone's oh. always like, so Carpenter, he hit some points that Carpenter could have been like, hey, that's pretty rad. Yeah. But, you know, that well, was, that's not the original. My interpretation of it was that uh, he was going past his old house, and, and that's when he saw her putting the key under the mat, talking to Tommy, the little kid, and that's kind of where he picked up the trailer. That's where he kind of said, you know, this is the one I, I think I'm going to go after. My biggest, yes, and exactly in the same neighborhood, same house, yep. great point. You're at my house. Who are you? You've intrigued me. She I haven't was, seen a girl uh, since I was six or maybe right. like she a was kind of, maybe she reminded him of the older Judith? sister that he killed. Yes. Oh, that's um, So that's just, he's got a type. <laughs> Although we will come to know in movie in subsequent movies, Michael Myers doesn't have a type. He he'll kill whoever. <laughs> oh, and, and again, the 2007 Halloween. Holy <laughs> shit! Because I think that's what he. I don't want to get into it. Maybe that's we right. should talk about that one like later. Yeah, maybe like, next Halloween. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I know it's not our, in our realm of years, it's but a, still, yeah. I think I can't wait. I'm going to watch it with you too, Andy. Okay, I we're going to watch I'm it down. together. So um, I am a big fan of Dragula, the Rock Army song. So <laughs> the um. <laughs> I and one thing that got me too was he's already driving around the mask and mm-hmm. I was like we didn't show how he got the mask I mean that was like a big deal I was I've known the movie but I was like later of course in the movie we find out hey there's been a little robbery at the hardware store yeah and um, he stole Annie, like some... Annie's dad bracket officer bracket sheriff bracket they stole sheriff a, bracket right that's right they, a they, mask a mask knife knife and rope and rope. And, so it must have been kids, though. But the alarm's going off. Yeah, it must yeah, have been kids. It must have been kids because the they didn't steal any money. The alarm's going off. Like, it just happened. But mm-hmm. Michael's been driving around for, like, fucking four hours. Three, so Two, three hours, yeah. Yeah, so everyone's like, hey, just, eh. Just leave the alarm. Who cares? Fuck it. So, nah. but Michael's got the mask on. We're getting kind of later in the day. Mm-hmm. Everyone's leaving school. Tommy's leaving school, and he gets bullied. He's carrying a huge-ass pumpkin. Yep. To carve with his to favorite car- babysitter. His favorite babysitter, yeah. Lori. And these bully kids come up like, he's going to get you. He's going to get you. Kind of like uh, in the movie, with other movies she was in, Prom Night. Yeah. I, that game they played kids in the Kids bullying kids, yeah. The but killers they, are coming. The killers, killers are, are coming. coming. But it was the same. He's going to get you. Of, he's yeah, going to get you. these kids were talking about the boogeyman. Yes. To poor little Tommy. Uh, talking about how the boogeyman comes out on Halloween. And he's going to hunt you down. And Tommy pretty much buys it hook, line, and sinker. He's scared, you know, poor scared little kid and he drops the pumpkin and yeah they well he they shove him or push him or he yeah. turns to run and trips and, and he just falls on the pumpkin and smashes it yeah fucking yeah. and you know there was so. tough to get pumpkins i wonder how many takes they had to take that to how many takes it took to film oh, that scene right. because filmed in august a fall scene yeah tough to get pumpkins like tommy you better get this fucking shit in one take <laughs> or no have one pumpkin no, tommy. no lunch for you you little dick don't drop it Oh, see, I want to point out this is Haddonfield, Illinois, mm-hmm. 
We're in Wisconsin for some of those sure that I'm sure you've heard mentioned. I so definitely said Illinois is out of disrespect. Oh, yes. FBI, people call those, mm-hmm. what is it, fucking... Fibs. Fibs. Friendly Illinois buddies. Yep. Fucking Illinois bastards. No, no. that's not what it stands for. I know, but... Uh, There's also Fish Tab, fucking <laughs> Illinois shithead towing a boat, but that's a story for another day. Yes. Continue, sorry. But we're still going uh, to the point I was making about us in Wisconsin, yes. Illinois south of us. Correct. Next state south of us. Dr. Loomis is calling from a payphone on the side of the road, and obviously there's hills galore. It looks like there could be wine oh, country you out know, there. I didn't notice that. And You're of right. course I did, because I'm like, you know. Illinois I'm, is called the flatland. Flatlands. It's yeah. the Midwest. There's not hills. So <laughs> next time you tune in to Halloween 1978, John Carpenter, one hour, mm-hmm. 31 minutes, when uh, there's a payphone on the side of the road, because it was 1978, Loomis mm-hmm. is trying to tell everyone that Michael's going back. Mike is going back to his hometown of Haddonfield. Yeah, he's trying to warn him. Yeah, because he was in a Mount Pleasant asylum, which is uh, yeah, it was like the something county sanitarium. Yeah, there you go. so we're gonna get a lot of. He, he was a little ways off from his uh, hometown, but you know, since he stole that that rockin' family truckster yes. station wagon, he's able to get home. But that's how he always got the onesie. Because I was yeah. always curious too. It's a good point. How did he get that onesie that he wears? The maybe he stole that from the hardware store. Too. No, he didn't, man. Oh, you don't remember I'm sorry. after? No. Sorry, I watched no. it through one time. Okay, and took notes. Mike, when Doctor Loomis leaves the phone booth, yeah, he walks out, notices a truck, oh. and he's like, and he noted, he starts pulling off this. like um, a pickup truck on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, he starts picking yep. up a. The, the, the gown, gown, the hospital gown, the, the, and the, and the yep. jet whatever, and then... He sees a naked corpse in the bushes. He doesn't see it. He walks away, but the camera oh, pans back, we and we see, see the doc, audience. We see... Uh, yep, that's right. Phelps. It's Sorry. Phelps towing, so... Sorry, I forgot about that. So that's how Michael picked up the green auto repairman yeah. onesie. If anybody wants to co-host a podcast about old slasher movies, I'm looking for one. How dare you. <laughs> I open my home to you to record this, and this is how you repay me. All right, but uh, we flash uh, flash forward back to the, uh, the 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 end of school. Yeah, Lori's ditching, you know, leaving school. She meets up her friends. Important people to know: Linda and Annie. Right. Linda likes to party. She sure does. Annie is the kind of a bitch. Well, really. <laughs> I don't know. I thought she was like the bossy one, kind of. Meh. Well, yeah, okay, okay, I can dig that. You know, bitch should be empowering. Well, yeah, and that's not to say we're we're, I we're, don't, oh, we're PC friendly. Th- we are, and I, I have no problem whatsoever with powerful women who know what they want. But I thought that this woman was a little, you know, too too pushy of her own friends. She was just kind of yeah. She was like the mean I one. got pushed in the boys' bathroom. I'm fucking. She kind of likes to party too, but she's yeah. babysitting that night. Along with Lori, houses that are like three ho- three houses down on the same yeah. street. They're all right. Near and each Linda's other. like, "Fuck you guys! I'm gonna go drink beer and get laid." And Linda is also trying to get Lori to live her best life because Lori's kind of a introvert. Yes, you know she's happy to babysit and not go out on dates and not really. She doesn't want to give it up, right? She's supposed to be what, 13, 14, or nineteen? Lori? Yeah. I don't, how old are these high schoolers? How eighteen. Old are eighteen. All right. So they're oh seniors God. in high school. You you. <laughs> but she doesn't want to. Ah! Lori really doesn't want to. Um, 13 or 14? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time someone in their 30s played somebody in their late teens. Okay, I know. I've seen Greece so, and, and, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, and all that crazy forgive shit. Forgive me. I, <laughs> no. 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We're going to have to edit that How out. I'm... Dare you? Holy shit! So she's eighteen. Yeah, senior totally. in high school. She's the only one that actually was. She was eighteen in the filming of this movie. And... Right. But her friend Linda is kind of pushy and like, you need to have a life. You need to go meet boys, do things. Radius too. Yeah. Annie's the one that introduces her later to Ben, or okay. tries to get her to go to homecoming. Right. With ben. Right. That's right. Oh yeah, because she says, "I like." Yeah, I like that Ben. I like Ben. Yeah, but yeah. whatever his last name is. Again, we're <laughs> we're not we're not we're not film critics. We're not pros. We just yeah. We just like to hang out and watch it. We do. Oh, drinking game. Halloween drinking game. Okay. Every time Linda says the fucking word totally, drink. <laughs> Good God. So as this is all happening, they're walking back to their respected houses. They're all Nate, you know, they're all friends. They're all living in the same hood. So Mike is watching Mike is watching all these girls, these ladies, uh, Linda, Annie, Lori walking. He's he's hiding in the bush. You know, he's kind of driving by and Annie's like Annie's kind of like Annie said she's kind of that tough girl so she she wants to go yell at people because Lori thinks she oh, sees sorry. this boogeyman. I, I said Linda was the tough one. That's my fault. It's yeah, Annie. Yeah, Annie, yeah. I had them reversed. I'm sorry so, about that. But Annie's looking <clears throat> tough in them Jordash jeans, yep. man. She's got them Jordash jeans. She's like looking good and. Uh, but she yells at the uh, car passing yeah, by because they think they're a... staring him. But then they, you know, then Lori thinks she sees this guy from the bush step out. The, the station wagon passes. Mike's everywhere. Oh, he's got the teleportation like so many killers. Yeah, <laughs> he can teleport. Um, so Mike, then Lori finally gets home and looks out her bedroom window at the neighbor's backyard where he's hanging laundry, and there's Mike again. You could see him just staring up at her. Mike's hanging out the fucking hanging uh, laundry. See, I feel like nowadays. Neighborhood Watch would put it put an end to that. Uh, there's a man in a jumpsuit and a weird mask <laughs> in our neighborhood. He looks around. like it kind of looks like William Shatner, but I'm yeah. not quite sure. Some of you out there might be familiar with the Next Door app, which a lot of people use in, in various neighborhoods across the country, and they post things about the neighborhood, ask for advice. Does anybody know a good landscaper? Or I have ladybugs on the side of my house, need to get rid of them. You know. <laughs> Uh, but there are sometimes on that next door app, people will post. I saw a weird looking person walking down the street. Uh, someone tried to get into my car last night. Today, this Michael Myers, broad daylight looking at you from the bushes, would not fly. With social media, too. Like, it people would be tweeting, <laughs> fucking hanging out, watching, you know, fucking Post Malone's new video on YouTube. <laughs> Some weird guys hanging out in front of my backyard next to my hanging laundry. Yep, yep. Hashtag what the fuck. Yeah. So, hey, there's a... So, I'm not too old. I'm willing to suspend my disbelief for the purposes of entertainment, though. So <laughs> I'm happy. So like Annie, <laughs> Annie picks up Lori because they have to go to the respected baby jobs, which I thought... Babysitting jobs, which it's not on the... They live close together, the three yeah. babysitters do, but the kids are babysitting are the ones that live like a couple houses down from each other. Yeah. Lord, uh, Tommy and Lindsay. Yeah. Lori is babysitting Tommy. Tommy. Annie is babysitting Lindsay. Yep. And she's like right across the street and one house over. Yes. More, more or less. More or less. Um, we've uh, Flash, uh, Fade, Fade to Black, Come to Loomis, walking with a the caretaker. Caretaker of yeah. the graveyard. Yeah, yeah grave caretaker. Digger, whenever you. <laughs> Grave digger. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he was a grave digger. Yeah. Uh, uh, they go to visit Judith Meyer's gravesite. When they're yeah. standing over the hole, I thought that was like, is that supposed to be? I, I f- assumed, you know, first time watching it, I was like, hey, is this supposed to be the? Because I mean, the, where the, the coffin was. Yeah, it's like really small. You know, but... and I kind of thought that first at first too. My first time watching it was like that hole's awfully tiny. 
uh, doesn't make sense. You know, she was 15 when he killed her, but still, she should at least, if he took the whole coffin, this is a very tiny she hole. She was 15 and giving it up to fucking... Yeah. It's fucking... Yeah, that's why I asked if Jamie Lee Curtis was like 13, 14, 15. She has nothing to do with... I know, but still, Judith Myers was, and so it, I don't know. Michael's way older right, than this. Yeah. Michael's... Like at least mm. fucking his twenties. Now's a good time to bring that up. Actually, Tony Moran is credited as twenty yes. twenty three year old Michael. Twenty three. But the math doesn't work. That doesn't work for me. He was locked up at age six. Fifteen years later, he'd be twenty one. He's twenty three year old Michael. Mistake. Oh. Boom. Mistake. Lawyered. <laughs> I've been rewatching How I Met Your Mother. Oh, Lawyered. Uh, anyway, um, so they're as they're going to the uh, to their respected kids' house, they're smoking that weed. They're mm-hmm. they're smoking a joint, and Lori's all innocent. She's not that innocent, fucking idiot. She She's takes like, it without hesitation. She takes mm-hmm. a couple of coughs, so they're smoking that fucking ditch weed. But Michael's chasing them this whole time. He's behind him in his own station wagon. And we realize that Annie's dad is a cop because as they're pulling up to the hardware store, which the bell is ringing, hence where Michael, I guess, stole the mask, the knife, the rope. Mm -hmm. Fuck. So that the owner of that hardware store is like, my fucking burglar alarms been going off for fucking three hours. Where have you guys fucking been? That was a funny part for me, too, because um, Annie and Lori are in the car, like you said, smoking weed. And she can see. Yes. My dad, put it out. And she's like, ah, it's my dad. Put it out. Well... Was she obligated to stop? I mean, I don't understand if there if the smell of weed is in the car and you're worried about it, just don't stop. Just take honk, a U-turn, honk and wave to him. <laughs> Why did she need to pull over? And, and nowadays, like with really good weed, you could you could come to a stoplight and you could smell it everywhere. Yeah, especially on North Avenue and uh, Libson. Okay. Holy cow! Like that's uh, respected streets in our here in our, locally, in our, locally yeah. here in Milwaukee. For those of you not in the area. But, um, but, I, I just smell weed all the time, but this is ditch weed, probably yeah. all seeds and stems, but yeah. it's, it's so a good point. She had to stop, though, because otherwise the audience isn't going to know where Michael got his got his uh, mask. And, and his again, knife. the alarm's so, been going on. Yeah. I, I, I don't... We had, we had to stop. We had to have that dialogue. Anyway. I still think, you know, and again, when we go to Zombies, Rob Zombies 2007 Halloween, really good things to uh, pick up. Again, I, I, I do recommend you watch, of course, watch the original, first, 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 and then watch his... And see what you think. He's also done House of a Thousand Corpses. You know, he's done a lot. I don't, but he did he's Halloween done, too as well. He's done Dragula. Fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only um, thing I know of. So <laughs> after the kids say later, Dad. Yep. Loomis meets Sheriff Brackett. Yes. Darn. While Mike still follows the gals, Loomis is trying to explain to Brackett what's going on. This is he's very dangerous. Yep. You know, here's here's his backstory. Here's what it. You know. Yep. And then and then we go to nighttime. Annie and Lori are at uh, Lindsay and Tommy's to babysit. And of course, Mike is watching. Yeah. He's everywhere. Guy can, the guy Supernatural is... Misses nothing. Andy yeah. said, I think, in our very first episode... Yeah, he can teleport. Yes. <laughs> the uh, bracket takes... Uh, Sheriff Brackett takes Loomis to the Meyer house, which has been vacant since 63. Um, they walk in... Dr. Meyer believes that Michael will return home. Dr. Loomis. Or Loomis believes that Michael yes. Myers will return home. There My you God. go. Yeah, so that's why they go to the the Myers house. And this is where we find out that Michael Myers, Mike eats dog. Oh um, yeah. That's, that's how right. he that's how he stays alive. Um, well, cuz he, he can't yeah. go he can't go to a Denny's and go, "I'll take the uh, Alabama <laughs> Slamma platter." Yeah. Like uh, you know, he or probably even a drive-through. But this with, movie takes place just over like a day and a half. Yes. So Michael yeah, really, the yeah, it's not like Michael needs to eat, you know, every 20 minutes or something. It's just he, he needs at least one meal. But he kills two dogs and in this he movie. Killed, yeah, and he 
weird what? to assume he just eats like raw dog meat. Yeah, that's I mean exactly. Gross. No, because you can't. Yeah, think of all the parasites. Um, <laughs> so they think it's you know Loomis says like it's a dog and Brackett's like no it's a skunk. That's where Loomis brings up the devil's eyes. Uh, He's black. He's evil. You don't know what you're fucking going about. Or what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, We then kind of just do a star fade. Just kidding. To Lori (laughs) and Tommy hanging out. And uh, they're trying to watch like a little, you know, cute kid Halloween movie. And he's like, I'm not into that shit. I'm into these comics that I hide under the couch. Neutron Man or yeah, Tarantula Man. I'd rather read these comic books. Fucking Why are they under the couch? Oh, my mom doesn't like me to have them. That's what he said. <laughs> and uh, so Annie calls Lori. Lori. So yeah. We go over to Annie and Andy's hanging out and uh, she's like, I'm going to call Lori see what her and Tommy are doing. So there's a beautiful German Shepherd at the house of Lindsay's, uh, where I mean Annie's babysitting. She's mm-hmm. babysitting Lindsay. So Lindsay's dog She's a Lindsay little... just is the little kid. She's just watching TV. Yes, and she's hanging there. out. So they have a little German Shepherd, Lester. Yeah, he's barking. He knows someone's outside of the house. Yep. Michael's Michael's walking probably back and forth we're getting, between. Uh, and we're getting a little point of view, perspective shots, aren't we? Of Michael from oh, Michael outside. Great. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love that about slashers, especially in the eighties. Right. They all incorporated this, and I know I brought it up before, but I know there was POV shots before. Way before uh, 1978 Halloween, but I still think that it's been, this is when it was glamorized. Lester doesn't like what's going on outside, so they just let him outside because Annie's like, fuck you, dog. Yeah, she says to Lori on the phone, like, I'm about to get eaten by the family German. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog, they let the dog out. As Tommy sees Michael out the window, he thinks it's the boogeyman, obviously, because the kids gave him the shit. Yep, he's so, still scared from his little... Yeah. yeah, but and as uh, Tommy's freaking about seeing the boogeyman, Michael, who really is the boogeyman, <laughs> uh, uh, decides to kill Ren Ten Ten. I mean Lester. Yeah. Just I don't know if he eats him or if he just breaks his neck. I'd like to think he took a bite out of him. Yeah, because the dog just sort of walks up barking at him. Yeah. It's not like he jumped on Michael and tried to bite him and tackle him. He just yeah. walked up barking at him. Yeah, and, he, and, you, and you just see the dog's legs come up. Yeah, Michael. <clears throat> I think he suffocates or. Breaks, breaks the neck, the neck. Yeah. maybe maybe takes a bite of the ear and that's my di- no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, i think i just peed a little it's not my dick shot oh my me. god i am opposed <laughs> to killing animals uh like that that's terrible dude that was oh and i am too like i'm the we're the my partner and i we're the biggest fucking animal rights people oh I that was good yeah uh but do we count that on the kill count <laughs> no okay <laughs> All right. Shit, wow. Nick doesn't think dogs are people. Got it. No, shit. (laughs) Holy cow, I see how you played that one. Oh, my God. I almost want to hit pause. No, hold on. Uh, It's it's funnier because we didn't discuss this before. Yes, that was good. That way the laughter is genuine. Yeah, no, it really was. (laughs) So they're all hanging out again Halloween night. They're watching The Thing on TV. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. Tommy won't shut up about the boogeyman that he saw outside, which is really Mike. Uh, So they decide to make a jack-o'-lantern jack lantern instead of watching the thing. So that proves Tommy is a little fucking dick. Lame. He's got to get his priorities straight. Um, Annie, I guess, <laughs> Annie poured butter. So flashback to, or flash forward to Andy's, or Annie's house. Annie, babysitting Lindsay. Yes. Pours butter on her shirt and as she's making popcorn. So she's hanging out. Pretty her much, whole shirt. Like yeah. She just, because she had to take the whole thing off. She had to take 
Did she take her pants off? And she, yeah, like, she took put her pants off. So that's the rest of her outfit for the day. Uh, yeah. Man's, I guess it's the dad, Lindsay's dad shirt. You know, it's a big, big white church. Oxford. Yeah. She's got her high yellow socks on, which is a fashion thing I love. High fashion. You like uh, high socks? I love high socks. Mm. Uh, this whole time, Michael's playing with her. Mm-hmm. She, I guess the laundry at Lindsay's house, um, Annie has to do laundry, so she has to go outside, I guess, to the garage or another. Instead of a pool house, they have a laundry house. Yeah, they have, right. The lawn, the washer-dryer in a totally different building mm-hmm. out in the garage, which might be a thing for some people. I don't know. But this is a detached garage, so it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Annie is trying to do laundry, but uh, the Mike is playing. Mike, Mike, Mike likes to play jokes. Mike plays jokes. Yeah. So she gets locked in. So she's trying to call on Lindsay. And right, and Lindsay's just kind of zombified watching TV this entire time. The entire time that Annie's yes. been saying, Lindsay, do this. Lindsay, get the dog. Lindsay, I spilled on my shirt. And this time it's Lindsay. I'm locked out, you know, or I'm locked in. Come get me. And the girl is just, little girl's just watching TV. Totally it takes zoned Paul out. to call. Uh, better call Saul, Better call Paul. Paul. Paul better call. Paul being Annie's boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. So. And Lindsay answered Lindsay answers and goes, go get, go get, Aunt, you know, just tell Annie that it's me. And she's like, fine. The 1978, she can't text her. So she gets up and has to walk, walk to the laundry house, I guess. It's and, funny. She knew exactly where Annie was despite just watching TV. And not well, he, she said she was doing laundry. Yeah. But she, like the girl, you're supposed to think this kid's tuned out. She's not. Oh, yeah. She heard everything. She knows where she is. She just didn't want to do it. <laughs> and, but Annie is stuck, bent over yeah. with her paint, like... She's trying to climb out the window of the little yes, laundry house. Yes, and so house. she's stuck. She's kind of stuck. And her panties and her shirt, and you know, and it's like Lindsay's like, "Hey, I can help you get out." Paul's on the phone, and Annie's like, "Please don't tell anyone," and especially Paul. And yeah. of course, when Lindsay picks up the phone to say, "Hey, I got her," she's like, "Yeah, she was stuck." Lindsay's so. like, "She was stuck in a window." Lindsay saves the day. <laughs> Lindsay saving the day. So. Mike keeps playing Black. jokes as Andy, Andy and Paul are talking about doing it. Like he's, cut, you know, he's in this shot, he's in this shot, but it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like she looks at, she calls Laurie and says, "Hey, will you watch this fucking brat? Because I, I want to get laid." So uh, of course Laurie's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And, so, and the two kids are friends. Yeah, uh, uh, Lindsay, and, Lindsay Tommy. and Tommy are friends, and I think Andy says something to the effect like, "You know, uh, uh, I'm gonna go see Paul. Uh, you're gonna go across the street. If I can, you know, how about I?" fix up a play date with you and Tommy and of course Lindsay little Lindsay's like yay so we can watch TV together yeah we watch TV together so that's how Annie sells it you know I'm gonna pawn you off on this other babysitter yeah because so because again Annie wants to get she wants to go party with Paul she wants to go see some pee pee Lindsay's running around the neighborhood with her high socks on and Lindsay's dad shirt you know high fashion yeah Uh, she says thanks Lori I gotta split Uh, I'm gonna go back and get my car and go touch Paul's boobs Right, she's gonna go get it on with Paul, and uh, back she, to the house. Back where to she the house, at, which is empty now. Empty, just her gets into her doesn't car. Doesn't care about the dog. She doesn't hear the dog barking anymore. So she obviously That's a good point. She doesn't give she, a shit she, about she, the yeah, dog. Her. She just thinks the dog's somewhere, and she yes, doesn't. She doesn't find. It. She doesn't have any keys. The door right. is locked. Right. She runs around the house, singing, getting her hair ready. Two minutes of Annie getting ready, walking around, grabs the keys, goes back outside to unlock the door, but it's. It's unlocked. The door is now unlocked, but she's like, fuck it. Mike gets her from behind. Oh, I mean, kills her, not gets her. Sorry. Uh, He kills her from behind with a one grasp strangle and a slash, slash you, slash to the throat. He's a big dude. I mean, he's able to... He's a you strong, should see Rob Zombie's dude. Halloween. Michael yeah. Myers is fucking 
which also begs the question did did he like work out while he was locked up for 15 years i don't know if he looks that big how did he build this muscle tone he's able to lift people up he's not a very weak person (laughs) oh yeah we gotta he was in a waking coma for the last 15 years how did he get so strong and he doesn't talk so you know in his head he's like do you even lift bro so Tommy is hanging out with Lindsay on the TV. He decides to kind of jump over the couch and maybe scare Lindsay. He gets behind the curtain and goes, hey, Lindsay, what are you doing? But she's like, she already, she knows yeah. it's Tommy. So she's like, where are you? He turns around and sees fucking Mike carrying dead she, Annie. Yeah, across the street. Yeah. like And he uh, starts, oh, my God, the boogeyman. The boogeyman is back. So yeah. we uh, just star flash forward to uh, Loomis is still hanging out. Dr. Loomis is on perpetual stakeout of Michael's old house. And Loomis is now playing games. Kids, because it's Halloween, so kids want to go by the Myers house, which they probably have for every year for it's 15 years. the old years. haunted Myers the house. The old Myers house. Yeah. And there's, so Loomis starts playing games. So one of the kids walks up and he goes, get your ass away from that. Well, he doesn't say get your ass away, but he's like, get away from here. So the kids freak out and they run away and then... Uh, <laughs> And Dr. Loomis kind of smiles. He's yeah, he kind of laughs at himself. But trick on him. But then you think he notices the notices the station wagon. Yes. From the mental institution. He sees the, the badge or the, the decal on the side of the door. He sees it down the block a little ways. So he's like, that's the station wagon Michael stole. Uh-oh. He's, he's here he somewhere. He knows he's around he's the He's around hook. somewhere. And he thinks maybe he's down the block. Maybe he's a block over. He's he, got to be close. He knows he's in Haddonfield. Yes. Haddonfield, Illinois. There's two of them. So I've been wondering, I where's so Linda? so Illinois. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I just grabbed uh, Andy's butt because I thought... It's a funny one. That was me smack. Um, but I was wondering where Linda was, and now here she, here she comes. And she's ready to party. She has Bob with her, right? Yeah. Yeah, Bob. And this is, again, I just want to say, like, let's all take a moment to praise and uh, recognize, take a moment of silence for slasher movies. Mm-hmm. There's a booze, drugs, sex, you know, gratuitous nudity and fun violence. and frolicking, violence, yeah. dead bodies. And, oh, this is, I, I'm so glad we do this every week, Andy. Well, that's good. Um, but getting back to it, Linda and Bob, after fucking with Lori and, and they can't find Annie because they, they're in Lindsay's house. Yeah, Bob they, and right. Linda are in Annie's house because they think they were, Annie's going to be there. They were yeah, right. They were going to kind of meet up with Annie and Paul, and they were all going to party together. Correct? Isn't that how it was going? Yeah, down? maybe do maybe have a little foursome. Yeah, because actually Bob <laughs> Bob wants like, that. I'll, I'll rip tear, your shirt I'll rip your clothes off, and then you rip. You my, rip name, my name's Bob. You rip Linda's shirt off. Anyway, but uh, so yeah, Linda or uh, Annie, uh, Linda and Bob are meeting up. Supposed to be meeting up with Annie to party. So they're at the house where Annie just got killed. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie. Okay, I had to do it. Um, But getting, but so Bob and Linda decide to go do it. And again, another quick session. They just Um, figured that Annie was off getting Paul. Paul, and 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 so so they had the house. They knew they had the house on the side. So they're like, we got the house ourselves. Let's bang. So they bang next to a lit jack o' lantern, which I thought was funny, just to remind us this uh, this is set in Halloween. Right. And so also the, a fire hazard. Anyway. <laughs> and again, they do it, but it's only it lasts like 20 seconds. And it's just 1978, man. The guys didn't have any stamina. Mm. I <laughs> guys didn't have any staying power. Um, uh, they. Uh, you know, my mom asked me, why do we have to be so crude? 
Oh, she, what, did she listen? She to listened to at least one episode, and she was just like, "I like it, but why do you gotta be so crude?" That's what's so different. My mom, I remember as a kid one time, I was like watching a dog lick his penis, and I went, "Ooh, mom, that's gross." And my mom looked at me and said, "Nick, if you could do it, you would." So okay. that's, that's, well, that's a... the difference between our, <laughs> our two mothers. Love um, you, Ma Demos. Yeah. Shout out to you, and happy Halloween. <laughs> And I will try to watch the rest of this podcast. So after that one minute uh, sex session, oh, I mean, yep, love making <laughs> session, love making session. Yeah. Bob goes downstairs to grab Linda a beer because she wants a beer, and he's Bob kinda, needs some Gatorade and he's, replenishes yeah. electrolytes. Yeah, Why maybe you be maybe, so crude. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe it wasn't Gatorade though. Maybe it was Tab. Could have been. Could have yeah. been Tab. But this is uh, something that I thought was rad. As Bob is going back upstairs to hang out with Linda, uh, he meets Mike. And Mike grabs him by the throat, lifts him up off his feet, yep. drives a knife through his uh, intestinal gut, yeah, abdomen area, and he stays there because the knife is now stuck to the wall. Yeah, um, Mike l- peers at him and looks at him in the eyes as Bob dies, and that is my dead kill shot of the week. And this is why, Andy. Of course, uh, we did a table read of a script that I wrote called Murder Cabin. Yeah. And in one of the kills, I paid homage. Is that right? Homage? Yes, you did. Yep. That's Is that right? right? You paid homage. Homage, homage yeah. to uh, John Carpenter and that scene. This kill. Where, yes, where this, uh, you are you are gutted or you, you are stabbed, you're gut, but you're you're hung there and you're, yeah. and it's just the so. The knife is keeping you up. But yeah. You're I, I just thought 1978 again, you know, like again, after. something Michael Myers would have to be very strong to do. And I don't know when he had time to work out in his 15 years. Do you even lift, Mike? Um, <laughs> Linda waits. Again, classic uh, scene as the killer is dressed. She believes the killer, because Michael has put on a sheet, yep. has taken Bob's glasses. Noted Bob is wearing glasses. Right. And she's like, hey, give me my bear. Where's my bear? She thinks it's Bob. And she's Michael like. Michael just stands there yeah, under that sheet looking at her and she's just like all right fine well i'm gonna call Lori and let him know what's up so as she calls Lori, shirt off another there's some nudity nudity yep. yes mod demos nudity that was for you that, that one that, that nudity was for you shit that came out wrong uh, right. we're just trying to be uh we polite. censored it we censored it yes uh, as as boobies Linda was called while her boobies were showing. She calls Lori and says, "Where's Annie? I don't know what's going on." Michael Myers is the one, obviously wearing the he's the in the sheet, goat, yeah, and yeah. just starts strangling Annie with the phone, with phone cord. cord or Lori. What, what the fuck? Annie, Linda, uh, Linda. <laughs> You're right, Linda, the blonde. Yep. This Halloween episode, I've probably had. And like Lori's four on the other line. Yeah, and she thinks it's have they're having. Intercourse. Yeah. Uh, she's going... Uh, uh, she's going... Uh, because uh, she's being strangled to death by yes. a phone cord. Um, and she gets it from Mike. Well, death. She doesn't get it. She gets death yeah. from Mike. And But Lori thinks she's getting the Bob... Or she she's getting joke. The, she's getting the D from old Bob. Yep. And Lori thinks it's kind of a joke. All right. Very funny. Whatever. Yeah, but this is... But there's something nagging at Lori. She's like, that just... Doesn't sound doesn't right. Doesn't sound right. I, you know, I well, think it's a joke, but it's... It's not a joke. She she realizes she you know she the calls kids back. No answer. No answer. Or it's busy. Yeah. Whatever. Because the phone's off the hook. We already know that Loomis has discovered the wagon. He's flipping out. He's not chilling yep. anymore. He's like He's Mike to... is here. Yep. Lori starts to snoop on her drunk, stoned, sex crazed fans. <laughs> friends, fans too. Yep. She really, but her friends, you know, she thinks they're just all getting stoned and drunk and having sex. So she walks over there because she gets concerned. Lori 
discovers dead Annie in the bed upstairs with Judith's gravestone over her head. That says Judith Myers. Judith Myers, beloved daughter. Yeah. Uh, and that's when we learn that the the little hole back at the cemetery wasn't for the coffin. It was he stole, oh, the, I knew it was the gravestone stole the gravestone. Well, I, I pieced it together after this. <laughs> but it was really quick. Oh, slow. How these, how, these, how these kills come together. Yeah. Because she discovers Annie in bed laying out with a slit throat. With this tombstone, she screams. She turns around, I guess, knocks the closet. Here comes old dead Bob hanging in the closet, hanging in the closet. Mm -hmm. And then she runs uh, the other way, and another door pops open. And there's old crazy eyed Linda dead. Yep, because her eyes are all like, I mean, it's just (laughs) weird. Like, they were like, but as they were shooting, okay, before we say action, uh, actress's name, yeah, just make a weird eye look. So, (laughs) which also lends us a little bit of insight into Michael's thinking. He staged that. Like, he did this. So, I mean, you're like, if you want to do a deep dive into the psyche of Michael Myers, he's obviously not a mindless killer just stabbing as he goes along. Good point. He took the time to set these bodies up this way, set up Linda's body uh, underneath his sister's gravestone. Annie. That was Annie. And he put Linda in in a... Another closet. closet Paul in a closet. closet. I, I would have left Paul, I mean, Bob, where he was. Because that was, was a just, cool way. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of rad. I mean, Michael took the time to do that, is what I'm saying. He doesn't just kill and walk away yeah, to the next one. Rob Zombie's 2007 Halloween, a lot more kills. Let's put it that yeah. way. We are going to watch it together. Right. Um, again, I want to say, as, 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 and as uh, Lori discovers all three dead bodies, she runs out. She's <sighs> sits in the hallway and this is another classic scene that you know when people talk about halloween it's that one where his the mask shadow comes out of the doorway oh that so was you, a it's very almost, cool shot yes that's yeah. again like you know that mask coming out again everyone knows it's the william shatner mask from star wars they cut the eyes or star trek they cut the eyes out oh, i know oh god but they added sideburns they spray painted it fish gut fish belly white they yeah Tease the hair and spray painted it brown. I mean, they, of it's course, an they did. Iconic mask. Yes. Really. Yeah. Yes. Just like the scream mask. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. This Sorry. part of uh, Halloween is also um, what they're watching in 1996's Scream. Oh, rad. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, again, like, great he's shot. Right behind you. He's right behind you. So this was Michael Myers being foreshadowing. Right behind Lori. So Michael Myers appears from that iconic shot, attacks uh, Lori. The chase begins. Yeah. Glass breaks. Lori runs, screaming. She runs outside. No one hears her. But ooh, they think Lori's got jokes. So, because it's Halloween, so people are uh, the, the house she runs to. They turn off their light because they think. But she's screaming and she's pounding on the door. Help me! Help! help. Me. I mean, yeah. I don't care if it's Halloween, yeah. 2020. If I you didn't. don't, if, if you wear a mask, I'll let yeah. you in. But if you're not, yeah, I didn't like that when the neighbors they turn on the lights, they acknowledge that she's there, and then they just kind of shut off the lights and don't. Don't open the door. So she I didn't like that. She, yeah, I, I agree with you, Andy. <laughs> no, it's because I think that Lori agrees with you because she's like, well, fuck. Yeah. I should just run back to the house, Tommy's house, where I'm babysitting. She runs back. The kids, of course, are asleep, but she's like, Tommy, wake the fuck up, wake the fuck up. She yeah. has to take a potted plant to wake that fucker up, but he finally does, and he's like, hey, who is it? She's like, it's me, fucking Lori, in, help. So that punk ass takes his. Fucking like oh, he's asleep, Nick. Yeah, but you know, he's well, a little kid. Oh, I know, but come on, dude. If I you, guess. yeah, you, your you babysitter's hear yelling. Help, yeah. Tommy! Help! 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 help, help. You think you'd snap awake, but you probably yeah. got that good Illinois weed. <laughs> you hear your babysitter's frantic, deme- uh, frantic demeanor, you know. Yeah. But he finally opens up. 
you know, the the kids are put away safe. Mike is now in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, he fucking stabs a couch cushion. You know, this guy can hang fucking Bob with a knife from up here and, and <laughs> do all this fucking supernatural shit. But he can't hit Lori with a knife, so he stabs a, he kills a couch cushion. Oh, man. But then Lori gets him with a sewing needle in the neck. Right in the neck. And uh, we are to assume that he's probably dead. Uh, sewing needle to the neck is potentially fatal so he's out and then she well well, that's that's a good point i always thought there was awkward fades the the fade to blacks in some of these in some of these later scenes were kind of awkward i I felt like it was rushed but again 1978 way before i'm i was fucking four years old so (laughs) my parents weren't married yet (laughs) so anyway okay well we don't have to go into that but uh you know again i'm not gonna I don't want to sound like I'm being a dick. I mean, yeah. If I am, I'm sorry. If I it's all right. sound like Tommy, you're doing great. Or, or that kid from last week's Trick or Treats, Christopher. Yeah. Fucking dick. I hated that kid. Listen to episode ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Lori hides. Mike is coming to get her. Yep. She hides in the closet. He finally breaks through the closet because, of course, you can hear her because she's like. <laughs> well, after she stabbed him with the needle, yes, though, what yeah, happened? like he. And Loomis, because she sends the kid, she because yeah. she sends the kids out. Right. Lindsay, Tommy, go fucking find help. Go to the McKinley house. Go fucking... Call the cops. Yeah, yeah, and tell them we need the cops here. So the kids run to the house like this. And there's Loomis. Motherfucking Loomis is outside. He knows what's up. Right. These kids are screaming, and so he's like, well, this has obviously got to be the work of Michael. Yeah. That's a mask. At one point, we have an over-the-shoulder shot of Lori, though, with Michael sits up. Yes, but wait, wait, knitting needle, well, right? No, 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 no. This is a knitting needle's already been happening. Lori's yeah. hiding in the closet. Michael breaks through the fucking closet, ready to kill her. Yeah. She takes a fucking hanger, yeah. which I know we've seen a safety safety pin kill people <laughs> and kill her workout, but she takes a little fucking hanger and goes twink. Yeah, she pokes him right in the eye, right I guess, in the eye through the and mask. that kills him. And I'm like, I, so this guy can fucking hang someone up by their neck, stab, okay, you know, supernatural shit, <laughs> a little fucking hanger to the eye. It would be like this, I thought, like, ow, my, I'm holding my eye. Perhaps she hit his brain. I don't know. We think he's dead, but, yeah. and she's like crying, and nah, nah, Mike's back. Of course Mike's coming back. He's the one that set up all the slasher movie shit and was like ready yeah. to go. Loomis sees the kids freaking out. He knows what's up. As he runs upstairs, Michael is strangling Lori. And fucking guess what happens? Loomis pulls out his little nine millimeter. I don't know what kind of gun it is. He shoots I'm not him eight times. Shoots him first, and then Michael's like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And he takes. I guess it shoots his mask. I mean, his mask comes off, and so this is the only time you see Michael's right. face. Right, adult Michael. Adult Michael. Yeah. It's great. Oh, uh, he puts it back on. He's kind of deformed, isn't he? Yeah, that's I noticed He's that. He's got like a, I think his left eye it was a little like, like Jason Voorhees, yeah, and... looking a little bit like Sloth. Yeah, yes, Rocky Road, just a little. Um, but you're right; it's the only time we see Michael's face. So, but the Loomis keeps going, shoot, kill. He oh, man. falls he out of the he, he he falls out of the uh, window, the, the window, yeah. the door, the patio porch, whatever that's on the second floor. Lori looks at Doctor Loomis and says, "Hey, was that the boogeyman?" Last line of Halloween, Dr. Loomis looks at Lori and goes, as a matter of fact, it was. Camera pan back over to where Michael fell. He gone. He's not, his body's not He's there. not longer there. Are we going to have a sequel? <laughs> We're going to have a lot more of a them. A lot of sequels. <laughs> so, as Andy would say. Roll credits. Roll motherfucking credits. Yeah. Gone. 
it's a good time. Um, I, I know, but real quick, uh, you know who played Lindsay? Hmm. My wife watches this show, or she used to. I don't think she watches anymore. But back in the day, there was a show called like Real Wives of Beverly Hills or something. Yeah, Bravo. She's on that show. The, the actress little, who played Lindsay, the little girl. Yeah. I'm trying to find. I don't think I can find it. I had it. There was a. Quote I would say this. It. Yeah. Find yours, but yeah. it, we, no, go ahead. we we have we we ran a little long, and we still are gonna have some things to talk about here before our break. There are so many great trivia. Uh, did you know? So many things behind this movie that's so interesting. Go explore your internet. Go to IMDb. They should fucking pay us. But uh, <laughs> go to IMDb and look at Halloween and look at everything that uh, Carpenter Hill had to go through to get this movie made. Uh, this movie was shot out of sequence, so Carpenter would direct Jamie Lee Curtis to say, "This is your like kind of your threat level midnight, or your that's an office reference. Um, your 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 what kind of scare should I be feeling right now?" Carpenter wanted Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie because his idol was Alfred Hitchcock, mm-hmm. and Alfred Hitchcock made a movie called Psycho. Mm-hmm. Janet Janice, the lady who took it with the shower scene, one of the most infamous slash killer scenes in horror history that was jamie lee curtis's mom janet lee or shit i let's i, yeah. I don't have my notes in front of no, me right you're now. right so but she was made famous in psycho carpenter was stoked he was like i don't care if you were the worst actor you're it jamie lee curtis was so nervous after the first day of shooting she was like i'm gonna get fired carpenter called her that day and she was like i'm getting fired and he just wanted to call her and say hey you did great Nice. Maybe because also it was, you know, he loved her yeah. mom so much. The ending scene of Michael being shot six times and then disappearing after falling off the balcony was meant to terrify the imagination of the audience. John Carpenter tried to keep the audience guessing as to who Michael Myers really Michael Myers really is. Is he gone? Is he gone but also everywhere at the same time? He's more than human. He may be supernatural. No one knows how he got that way. So they And they'll never explain it. At least John Carpenter didn't. You will, No, we have to watch so. uh, Rob Zombies. But it did open up for a lot of sequels. Some of them still oh, do yeah. have Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Some didn't. But uh, hey, uh, stay with us. We got some fun. Yeah. We're we'll going to be... break away from Slash U Protocol and just have some fun because this is our Halloween, Halloween edition at Halloween. Slash U and... So- it's going to be a little longer this week. Yeah, we're, we're going to do it for a few more minutes, but uh, we're really excited for you to hang out with us. And uh, yeah. hopefully um, you and your family are having a safe COVID-free Halloween. Yeah, stay tuned. Oh, wow. We just listened to a great ad. It was fantastic, wasn't it? Yes, I think that's what you should do. Do what the ad says. Do what the ad says. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think that's it. But hey, yeah. we're extending this. Yeah, Halloween epi- episode. Halloween episode slash you. Because we are excited to introduce our significant partners our significant right. others right the lovely women in we our lives we do exist yeah <laughs> that's right boys nerds, they're not, nerds like us they're not from niagara falls they're nope. actually real they have you're right they're not canadian so my name is nick and i'm andy and this is my partner jody we've been yep. married 13 years yep and this is my fiance cheryl we've been engaged a year <laughs> We're getting married in June. We're getting married during COVID. It's good times. Yeah. I will be wearing a Michael Myers mask due to COVID. <laughs> Cheryl will be wearing a lovely Jason Voorhees mask. <laughs> We've got it all figured out. I think <laughs> Jody, will, Jody will probably be wearing a Freddy Krueger mask. And Andy, uh, probably something from fucking Star Wars. So who knows? Yeah. So, you never uh, know. <laughs> Deadpool. Or nothing at all. This is my dream wedding, guys. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so the idea behind this... Halloween episode, episode 11 slash you, 
it is Halloween. Yeah. That's what we just discussed was the original John Carpenter 1978 Halloween. But we wanted to bring in our partners to talk about their favorite scary movie. Doesn't have to fall between the 1977 yep. and 1988 realm. Breaking that rule. We gave we gave the the ladies said hey just pick whatever you want and guess what they picked the same movie. Scream. Scream. From 1996. Scream was, was 1996. 1996. One hour fifty one minutes. Um, it's the year I graduated from high school, by the way. Don't date yourself, girl. It's the year you graduated. It's the year I was a freshman. Oh, a snap yeah. biscuits. Yeah, you're different. We didn't date ourselves in the first, like, couple episodes, but then I was like, fuck it. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, yeah. I know who I am. Right. Uh, Today, in fact, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, 1996, I was uh, 38. Yeah. I, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. But, uh, uh, again, Scream, 1996, uh, directed by none other than Wes Craven. Done a Ooh, lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Uh, Wes Craven, uh, uh, probably most notable for the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Am, mm. I, am I right about that? Sure. I mean, I know him mostly from Scream. Wes Craven was yeah. behind the the idea of when he, when he heard about Scream, mm-hmm. Kevin Williamson was the writer from Wilmington, North Carolina, I should mention. Uh, he was really stoked on bringing out the the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. He was the writer. Okay. So oh, uh, so he's going for that sort of. Yeah, and I mean, again, if people are listening, and those three people will probably <laughs> tell us what's right and what's wrong. But again, getting back to uh, Jody and Cheryl about Scream. Why Scream, ladies? I'm just curious. I just want real quick note. Uh, I want to say this. It, it, Scream to me was the best. It started horror again. Between 1998 and 1996 now, it, there was really nothing. I mean, I know well, there was there was this one fucking movie. But no, it was Scream brought back that intensity. It brought back that who, what the fuck's happening. Great acting, great writing. Getting back to why Scream for Jody and Cheryl. What's up? Yeah, Welcome well, to Slash me. You, ladies, by the way. Welcome Thank to Slash you. you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Um, <laughs> For me, it was the first scary movie I've ever seen. Like, I hadn't seen Halloween before or anything, because everything used to scare me. Haunted houses have been maybe in one my whole life. Um, And when I sat down and watched it in the theater, I wanted to leave. That was my feeling. Like, I was so scared I wanted to just get up and just give them my $8 and get the hell out of there. (laughs) (laughs) But I stayed, and I had so much fun watching it. And that's when I started getting into horror movies a bit more. What about you, Jody? Jody? Yeah, I'm kind of, like, on the same little realm like that. I remember... um, Oh, God, I was like 12, and I went to Florida to Universal Studios in Disney World with my sister to be a babysitter. And so we went to the Universal Studios and did the Alfred Hitchcock, and I was so scared during the whole birds theme that I just took off during out the exit door, and I was like, <laughs> okay, we got to work this out. So when I saw Scream, it actually helped me open up my eyes literally open up my eyes i saw it eight times in the movie theater wow not kidding shout out to my girl jamie from college maryville university st louis missouri got me in free sorry but um all eight times all eight times i would have to but it took all those times for me to finally watch the movie without covering my eyes okay so 
Scream represented that movie where I was like, girl, you got this. Do not let a little bit of guts and gore scare you away. Well, I think the humor helped too, right? Yes, like the absolutely. Little bits of those funny um, quotes and everything throughout there, it made me like settle down for a minute um, during that gore and that scariness. It did. The big. humor was big, mm-hmm. especially Matthew Lillard. Just a little hashtag he was hottie. On point. J- <laughs> <Stu>. <laughs> Matthew <laughs> Lillard played Stu, right? Yeah. Yes, but he did. Jamie Kennedy's character is the movie nerd in this, and he brings up prom night. Um, Jamie Kennedy to me was the audience. He was us. Yes. Oh. Why would you do that? You know, d- uh, y- here's how you survive a horror movie. You know, yeah, this, don't this ever like, say you'll be back. Don't say I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but this don't is have sex. that shows yeah. that Jamie is watching the movies that we that do we here at Slash U. I mean, he is like this. Is, these are the rules. Night, yeah, he does. That's what I was yeah. saying. Another yeah. Jamie, and that was the line. It was um, like when they were when they were discovering who the killer in Scream was. Who's a suspect? Well, the cops should watch Prom Night. Everyone's a suspect. suspect. So, yeah. I um, thought that was cool. And I just, I, again, this is fun for Andy and I, because, again, let's let's dive into Scream. We know, yeah. like, why uh, Jody got into it, why Cheryl got into it. And I always thought it, you were into it and got to see it so many times because of your old boyfriend, Bryce. He was, I know. <laughs> he worked at a movie no. theater. Fucking Bryce. No, Bryce. No, that was way, no. Bryce is we, probably listening to this now going, He is. Damn it. Yeah. He's, he's totally listening to this. He Bryce, is. tell your friends, give us a review. Tell your friends, give us a review. Give us a like. Give us a like. Five stars on you. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> It was my, just my friend. We just did this. But we, you know what it was also fun is like, okay, so you're in college. It's my freshman year. And um, so her and I really connected. And we would like, this is back in the day when you had dry erase boards on your dorm room, dorm room door. Oh, sure. And you would write. So her and I would sit there. We knew this movie by heart. We knew all of the, <laughs> the, quotes. the quotes. We knew everything. And we would always post them on each other's board every day. <laughs> and it just was just amazing. We would go down to the computer room. I mean, guys, imagine these computers. Yes. And then print out uh, pictures of them. And I actually still do have printouts. And um, uh-huh. it was, it was, it just really really stuck with me and ever since then i've been able to kind of open up my eyes a little bit more just for those who haven't watched scream uh, joss uran wrote a uh, a storyline synopsis on imdb a year after her mother's death sydney sydney prescott played by neff campbell and her friends started experiencing some strange phone calls they later learned the calls were coming from a crazed serial killer and a white face mask and a large black robe looking for revenge his phone calls usually consist of many questions, the main one being, what is your favorite scary movie? Still played out in so many movies henceforth. <laughs> Along with uh, much scary movie trivia, ending with bloody pieces of innocent lives scattered around the small town of Woodsboro. Yeah. So just a quick synopsis of Scream for those small percentage of people that right. have seen it. may not have seen it. Hi, my name's Andy. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we watched it the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know this part. And he was like, oh, this is the first time I've ever seen this. I'm like, who are you? It's like someone, I know, it's like someone saying they haven't seen Star Wars and me. Uh, to me, I was like, you Scream is, is like what reintroduced horror, I think, after a lull. Yep. Scream was like, let's, let's do this again. Let's make great horror movies after the ones were already made, you know, in Slash U realm. This is it. So I think uh, Cheryl had something interesting. Yeah, what do you guys uh, want to talk about? The top ten. Oh, um, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I do have a list of the top ten movies. It was um, 
Top ten scary movies. Top yeah, ten slasher w- movies because this is Ooh. a slasher. Slash you, slash you. Believe according to according to Screen Rants. Mm-hmm. So drum roll, please. Oh, the da, 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 da. yeah, ten. That's not gonna sound Ooh. great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Neither is our laughs. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Child's Play. Number 1988. Number nine, Halloween, but not the one that you just reviewed. It's 2018. Rob Zombie. No, no that's 2018? Yeah. yeah. Oh! Rob Zombie attempted a reboot of the Halloween franchise. Shit, I haven't seen that. So that's number nine. Nine. Number eight, you're next, which is the one I have not seen and familiar with from 2011. Anybody mm-hmm. seen that? No, we might no. have to watch that at another point. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Final Girls, 2015. Yes. Love that movie. We have to watch that. It's a good one. Number six, Black Christmas. From 1974. Yeah, never Do, heard that one either. You mean, not Black you mean Discarded, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug. Number five, what we're talking about now is Scream. So that's on their list. Number four, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let me tell you, I did watch this after I got myself to watch Scream, and that scared the shit out of me. It made me <laughs> yeah. very oh, I uneasy. Never, I will never and watch it. That's a, we should. We very, should yeah, that's a slash you definitely. Yeah. yeah, 1974. Oh, uh, we could do it. Number three, Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. Cool. I'm sure you guys will do that one. And two, Halloween, 1978. Number two. Number yep. two. And Ooh. one is... Right. Psycho 1960. Oh, yeah. oh, I remember my dad. I was like, yes. my dad introduced me to horror, and my dad, I was like, Dad, what was your fu- like? What fucking scared you? And, he, and I think he was 19 at the time that movie was. You know, when he saw it, he was like, Psycho for all, always. Wow. So I've never seen that whole movie. And that Jamie Lee's Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom was in Psycho. She was the, mm-hmm. the one in the shower scene. <laughs> And that's why John Carpenter was so soaked to have, which we talked about, was so soaked to have Jamie Lee Curtis. So going through Scream, I just want to jump to both of you guys right away, uh, Cheryl and Jody. Mm -hmm. What is your dick kill shot of the week (laughs) in Scream? Like, what kill can I, I, just so you know, mine, and I hope I'm not taking yours, and we can have the same one, like you guys have the same movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. then you have to let the girls, ladies first, then. Yes, you're right. Oh, snap. Oh. I'm going to let Jody go first. I have Slash you, mind, wives so of, real wives of slash you. Yes, queen. <laughs> All right, what is your dick kill shot? Okay, I'm, but I have to go with the Drew Barrymore scene. Yeah. Reason being. We just high-fived. Is it took me eight times in the movie theater to actually watch that scene. Yeah. That's why that one is my, I'm sorry, my dick kill scene of the week. Shot. Dick kill scene of the week. Well, it was great the way it built built up and then at the end with the parents coming and being so freaking yes. close to that so kids. close yeah it's like right heartbreaking there. at the same time right. yeah it's super I, no, it's, it's, it's like mom she can't yell totally yes oh. yeah no, i mean oh. literally seconds from probably saving her yeah yep and, yeah so i mean a second that again, popcorn going that i don't i just jiffy like, pop. Pop. dude sorry Nick, do we not want no, jiffy no, pop no. after uh, watching that I mean, I, I want some Jiffy Pop. Yeah, sure. me too. Okay, Jiffy Pop, please bring it back. Yes. And sponsor yeah. slash you. And yeah. sponsor. <laughs> um, you got a dick kill shot. I mean, you could do the same one. Well, I had a different one, but oh, that yeah. one is money. That one is right. And that one scared the shit out of me, and that's 
the point when I was like, I don't, can't make it through this whole movie. I'm going to leave. But my sister had to literally tell me, sit still and stay here. <laughs> don't be a baby. But anyways, <laughs> my kill shot of the week was Rose McGowan, who played Tatum. Yes! With the, um, with the garage door. The garage door. I Ugh. mean, she was getting some beers and... Dude, that, the best. that whole the one with Tatum, 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 Tatum Riley. Um, are we gonna? Are, are we playing? Or are you gonna kill him? I, I can't do the words okay. right now. Uh, she thinks the killer. Oh, ghost. Oh, yeah. Are you gonna kill me? And then she slices the. And then he slices her arm, and she's like, oh, ow. And then um, but real quick, just a little plug. I have that skirt still. Well, <laughs> well, oh yes. Um, that skirt I bought when I worked at Gadzooks. Yes. I have a photo and we will post it. I'm going to make my husband post it, but I have that skirt still and I will never get it. I put her and Tatum and... Oh, scary ghost face killer. And, and, and Jody next to each other. And cause let's, <laughs> I went as, uh, um, Patrick Swayze... No, Nick, that wasn't, it was just me going out one night. <laughs> no, Jody, we did the, well, you did the 80s. Yeah, but that's when I was Cindy Mancini from Can't Buy Me Love. That's right. Okay, Jody, I've had a couple <laughs> beers. That's right. So, no, but we do have one of Jody, which I will post uh, for our three listeners that are probably said fuck slash you already, and they're listening to a... True crime. True crime. Yeah, it's fine. No, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it is, that that is a, a great dick kill shot, Cheryl. Uh, and here's what I want to bring up to you, mm-hmm. Cheryl. Could a garage door really lift someone like that? I mean, we she's... Well, about, no. no. She's lived, I mean, yeah. those things are so sensitive, like you walk yeah. by, they're like, ding. Yeah. It's a little unrealistic. It's like an elevator. Like, you know those horror movies where an elevator kills you? Like, you know, the doors close, it's like, yeah. they lift you and they... No. And you break your neck from... For, for those of you who haven't seen it, she's trying to crawl through a doggy door yes. that's in the garage door, embedded in the garage door. She's trying to get away from our killer in this movie and tries to crawl through and he opens the garage mm-hmm. and she dies. A horrible death. <laughs> and that, very that is... horrible, but pretty... And, well, God, yeah. the, and the mannequins. Those are... Like, the <laughs> horsepower of that garage door. Those are two great dick kill <laughs> shots of the week, though. I mean, You guys I, picked a good movie full of them. That, no, because of course I was going with Jody's originally. I think every... You know, because even Andy, like when we were talking, you were making fun of him for not watching Scream. It's like, not knowing the parents were coming home and, and she's hung... She's not just hung... She's hung from her... Like, her intestines are out. She's like, She is, like, grossly displayed... For her parents, and just as Cheryl brought up, like how traumatic that must be, and it's the intro to the movie. Mm-hmm. So you're you're three four minutes in, and you're seeing a girl, yeah. Drew Barrymore, ET's little fucking homie, yeah. hung <laughs> up from a tree, intestines up. Well, exactly. It's like who will they not kill then? That's what you're thinking. If they're right. gonna kill the main star right away, yeah, and, and her boyfriend, yeah, and her boyfriend, yeah. Well, the main, the highest, you know, right. the, the only character we've star. seen so far. They gutted him. Yeah. And Drew Barrymore is, at the time, was pretty much an A-lister mm-hmm. or, or way up there in Hollywood. And you're like, holy shit, this is a big star to be in this movie. And she gets iced right away. Right? That, and that was what? her call. She really yeah. talked to Wes, Wes Craven was like, hey, we dig this. The yeah. writers and I, we think that should be you. Not the intro, the first kill. They thought that she should probably play Sydney. Sydney. Or... Sydney, yeah. you know, and then you say, "What's your?" And you remember the trivia questions? What's your What's favorite? Your favorite yeah, who's the killer? Um, Michael Myers, who's the killer? Of Friday Thirteenth. Jason Voorhees. No, 
The original, of course, we all know was the mom. Or what about when she punches Gail Weathers? <laughs> oh, what's no? She can always do this great line. <laughs> so, so they're so Tatum and Sydney are hanging out in the room after Sydney punches Gail Weathers, and I, I make her goes, "Bam, bitch went down. Bam, Sid, super bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and then Dewey, I mean, uh. Yeah, you're right. Don't get mixed up with scary movie and David scream. Arquette. David Arquette. Yeah, because that's what we brought up. Yeah. So, of course, you know. Um, but can I add a tidbit since we're on scary movie? The scream was supposed to be called scary movie. That was the title that was written by. Just so you know. Oh, that's interesting because that's really good. Then that is parody, good. Several years later, was, the, the, yeah, the, the parody, parody several years later was scary movie, but I believe Scream is a better because of the totally. The mask. The mask. Excuse me. The no, because you know it's the the, the famous yeah. painting. Yeah. Which is called the scream. I'm yeah. sure it's, they tested it so many times trying to figure out what the probably, hell is good enough and not tacky and. Yeah. yeah. But we when we did Wacko on yeah. one of our podcasts, I said the same thing. I was like, hey, what they're doing with what Wacko is like what Scream or Scary Movie was to Scream all to the all, all the other those yeah. horror movies that started following Scream, just like Halloween, all these slasher movies started coming out. So there was someone who was like, hey. Wacko, I'm going to make a movie that makes fun of all these scary movies. Scary movies. And that's what Scary Movie did. And that's how come they got to do Scary Movie 1, Scary Movie 2, Scary Movie 3. Just like they did Scream 1, Scream 2, Scream 3, Scream 4. Let's talk about Scream. Bye. That's coming out. Hopefully. And, and we Who's going to be the killer? Nev, Nev fucking Campbell. Sydney. Sydney. She's going to kill Boy all those motherfuckers. So, um... I mean, again, I know we're kind of going all over the uh, realm here. Oh, yeah, we're all know, over but, the board. Um, <laughs> no, but we're talking about Scream. Am I taking the lead too much with this? Because I've got some interesting facts about this that I think no. are going to kind of surprise you. Fact it up, girl. Yes. Fact up Scream. I did Give some research some while I was supposed to be working my real day job, and it's fine. Can I ask you one favor, don't Cheryl? Don't anybody. Don't what? throw your notes on the table that loud. That's going to make your fiancé have some... She's like this. Come on, I gotta cut all those out. <laughs> I am a first-time podcaster here. <laughs> there will be a sequel starring Cheryl and Jody. Yeah, yeah right. Slash you too. It's gonna be a true crime podcast. <laughs> slash you too. True crime and slasher. No, we'll do a comedy slasher so, podcast. All right. Give us okay. facts. Everyone, calm down. So, the Scream movie that was written by Williamson or Williams. Kevin, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Williamson. He took it from the Gainesville um, Reaper, who was Daniel <gasps> Rowling from 1990. Mm-hmm. So that was in Florida, where he killed five college students. Yes. Oh. So he, um, yes. the writer, stole that kind of, you know, went off of that with the premises. Um, and by the way, Daniel Rowling, or Rowling's, is now dead. He was put to death in 2006. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. We watched some stuff on that. Watching murder porn. Yes. Murder porn is what uh, my partner, Jody and I, my wife, we watch every night on ID Channel. ID Channel sponsor slash you. But uh, yeah, Kevin Williamson. Okay, another fact. Who's the writer? Is, and was... If you recall Henry Winkler in there, who's the principal, he's kind of funny and he kind of doesn't take any shit. He's like a good one liner. I forgot what it is. Does anybody remember it? Mm-mm. All right. Um, well. <laughs> You got this. I forgot what the one-liner was. I was hoping you guys. Oh, all right, Fred. Yeah. Like 
he's like, oh, gosh, it's been a while, guys. It's like, all right, Fred. Oh, sorry, Fred. Yeah, because yeah. he, he busts outside because Henry Winkler. He's like, oh. Principal thinks it's the killer because, you know, before he dies, before he's strung up on the field pool school, he rushes outside of his office door and he's like, oh. And so the janitor looks up and goes, huh? And he's so. Like, he just yeah. scruffs, scruffs, he, scruffs, scruffs. Yeah, the janitor's got it. Uh, Henry Winkler's character, the yes. principal, says, Sorry, Fred. Oh, I'm sorry, Fred. Okay. That so, and that's a nod to Freddy. Wes Freddy. Craven. Yeah. Yes. Well, because Fred, the janitor in that scene, is wearing a sweater. So, and his. A hat like well, Freddy. the principal was not supposed to die, but yeah. the only reason they added the death is because it went over 30 minutes without anyone being killed in the film. Oh. So, they were like, oh. let's end this storyline so it doesn't. Because so, didn't we kind of think it was him at first a little bit? Like, people <gasps> were doing that. So, yes. they're like, let's shut this door on this guy and kill him off. Okay. So, um, I that Cheryl, was interesting. that was the best yeah. <laughs> trivia I've ever You're heard in welcome. my whole entire life. Well, that is <laughs> rad That's because really we bad. talk about, and so she just a yep. whole, whole, Cheryl, Cheryl, yeah. uh, hear me out. Yeah. Here, and I'm speaking for Andy. We talk about how there is so much filler in some of these old school, like where it's like yeah. 80 minutes later, they finally get to where they're going yeah. or like they're or looking they the they haven't done anything. That's a great. Yeah. But we don't hear that he's killed until. And tell me if I'm wrong, but we don't hear that the, the principal's killed until the party. they're all at the party. Yeah. Exactly. And they're you know watching movies, drinking beer. You know Tatum's dead. Mm-hmm. Hey, the the principal's all gutted on the field goal post and post, and so all the kids want to go. Like right. if someone came up to me and said, Hey Nick, you know in high school, uh, <laughs> your principal Dr. Burr is uh, dead. Dead. He's I, I would, I'd be like, dude, that's horrible. And his body is hanging from the yeah, field. I, I would not post. go. Let's go no. look. No, well, these '90s kids, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> they were all about it. Yeah, we <laughs> were listening to a lot of Chumbawamba they and Sugar Ray. So. so, oh, keep going, Cheryl. This is this is um, rad. Well, okay, it was supposed to be filmed in Vancouver, but um, the, Russ Craven wanted more of the American vibe to it, so they were going to film in North Carolina. And then last minute, they did some testing because they needed to find the perfect houses because all the houses are very beautiful and like yeah. perfectly Northern chosen. California looking. Yeah, so vineyards. they chose California as a location. Kevin Williamson is from North Carolina. He was uh, born in New Bern, North Carolina on the coast, and he uh, lived in a while in Wilmington. And Wilmington is a big hub for movies being made, the first one being Maximum Overdrive, Stephen King movie. <laughs> I love that movie. I love. I do too. See, that's why I'm married I to her. I love that movie. It's my favorite Stephen King movie. Wilmington is like the East Coast Hollywood. Well, I mean, New York, they would say. But go ahead. I'm sorry. But that's Kevin Williamson, the writer. He was a young man at the time. Rad. Yeah, I mean, that that was my first few little trivia tidbits. Yeah. So trivia tidbits yep. from Cheryl. Everybody make some noise. Yes, thank you. There you go. Um, what else did you guys want to hit on with regards to this movie? Well, let's hit on the killers, right? Let's get to oh, the, who the yeah. killers are and then kind killers. of wrap it up. Or no? Yeah. Killers. What a twist. We're... It, it, it was a big twist. I mean, like, all of a it sudden, was. like, you got um, Johnny Depp Jr. <laughs> skeet. Yep. That's exactly why they Skeet, 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 exactly. skeet, 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 And then his goofy friend, which I had the major hots for. I was obsessed yeah. with Matthew Lillard. Shaggy He was the Scooby movie? Yes. <laughs> but he played that character perfectly. He did. We were he so loud. super duper cute. Um, but 
It was it was good. It was it Stu was... and uh, Billy. Billy, yeah. thank you. They it said Billy did it because he had mother abandonment issues. Yeah, yeah. Well, Stu that plays did it out because all of, all of them, peer pressure. Wow. Scream yes, 2, Scream 2, right. Scream 2 was okay, but Jamie dies. Spoilers, you know, we do spoilers and slash you. Scream 3 was the fucking worst. Scream 4 was okay. I, I loved them all. I can't I'm remember sorry. 3 and 4. I remember 2. I even love the four. series that came three out. 3 was when they're doing the, they're shooting the movie. They're actually doing, they're, 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 it's they're not Scream, what do they call it? Scream 3. Scream 3. They call it Scream 3. Oh, I thought they called it something else like, shh. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I no, swear it's Scream 1, 2, 3, 4, oh, I know, five. but I'm talking about the movie they're shooting in Scream 3. Oh, oh, the movie within the movie. The movie oh, within the movie. Yeah, yeah, probably the movie. something called like Ghostface Killer or something. Um, um, wasn't that 2? God, no, guys, it's like something with Scream. It's like a play off of that. Yeah. Stab. Um, stab. Stab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Stab. Yes. So Perfect. But even they make that joke. And they had Tori Spelling, because remember she made the joke in the first one about, oh, yeah. Stor- Tori Stel- Spelling would play me. Now she, I think she's going to be on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, just a little. So, uh, well, let's stick with Scream 1. Um, <laughs> and I know I brought up, I brought up uh, Lindsay, who in Halloween that we just did before. Uh, uh, got... Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> in I, Halloween, she's just a little girl. She's and she doesn't have. She only has like a few lines. And now I mean, she's on Real Housewives. Oh really? Yeah. Dude, she doesn't. She's like wow. Paul. Her sister's Kathy Hilton. So. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Paris Hilton's mom. <laughs> okay, great point. Thank you. Yeah. That's a great back, point. Though. Bring it back to screen, please. I, th- I want to tell hey, you this. watch your tone. <laughs> These are our guests. I know. And well, I, don't, I didn't even hear what he said. I just owned him out. Well, you'll hear it. I want to talk about the last like sequence of when you guys like found out who the killers were. Did you guys yes. think when you first watched it? Did you think that was them? Did you have an inkling, or nope. were you surprised? No. Nope. When? Thoughts? Nope. I was super surprised because I closed my eyes through most of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I think though that it was unique in that it had two killers. No, right? what, what was it? There's so many slasher movies where you try to guess one the killer, 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 and these guys were like. Why can't there just be two? Right. Mm-hmm. Why can't we have a loop? Yeah. And that way you can, uh, it's harder to guess because you're like, well, that guy was here when that person died, so it can't be him. But mm-hmm. you well, can after... be in two places at once when there's right. two killers. Corn you know. syrup. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say, Jody. Yeah. Right on. Like, Corn after syrup, Billy... like in Carrie. Yes. That's, they bring, great call. They I mean, stage all that stuff. They yeah. do. And Billy is the one that, after he takes Nev's, uh, Sydney's, you know, Flower. Flower, thank you. Yeah. That's for you, Ma Deimos. Um <laughs> we we you know, we think, oh, and then he comes in and gets stabbed and we're and we're like, Oh, I, I was just as you both were saying, I agree, I was like, Oh, Billy's not the killer. I never thought he was the whole time. Yeah. I was watching it because I wasn't holding my eyes. I opened the first time. I was like, but then when he went to the door and he went, you know, he, sh- you know, like Jamie Kennedy, whatever his name is in this fucking uh, movie. Uh, Randy. Randy, thank you. Shit. You know, and he's like, it's corn syrup. And then, then like, fucking Stu walks in like, hey, Sydney. Like he looks, he walks in kind of looking dead, but then he pulls up the, the uh, voice changer. Yeah. And then and, when they stab like each other, like when he stabs yeah. Stu. I'm feeling woozy here. Yeah. I'm feeling woozy. Yeah. That was totally... <laughs> I'm feeling woozy. I'm feeling 
woozy here. They're trying to they're they're trying to stage it so yeah. it looks yes. like they were attacked by the killer. Because kill everyone her. thinks at the time mm-hmm. this whole time I mean we're not let's let They're trying to pin it on her dad. On yeah. Sydney's dad. They're trying to pin it on Sydney's dad because they can't find him. Yep. But he is locked up in a closet. Yes. They obviously abducted him on his way out of town. I think a lot of people take scary movie and scream and they mix them up in between yeah. the two because it's like <clears> they they very they easy br- too. It is because they because it's a Keenan Ivory Wayne's. Because both of the movies are very watchable over and over Plus and over. Plus, they use the same mask and everything. Yeah. yeah, and it's like they're doing the, you know, but they're making the ghost face killer, like, you know, like, hey, I, I just, uh, and then Doofus, you know, but then they, uh, Doofy or whatever, and he's like, don't bother me while I'm vacuuming, and because he's, this is a scary movie, but they put it to Reservoir Dogs, so they're doing like so many references, like Wacko did, again, bringing this guest appearance of our partners and what we do at Slashu and bringing it, you know, like down to everything. It's like they, they want to bring in so many movies like Airplane did, you know, because Airplane started because of all those crazy uh, movies in the late 70s that were featuring airplanes crashing and dying. So, again, going back to Scream, the original, one of you four out there haven't watched it, watch <laughs> it. Did it's you one just of gain those a listeners? Yeah, we did. Because <laughs> of both of you. That's why we're doing it. Right. It's one of those movies like you can watch over and over again. Like I agree. Any time of the year. Like, it's like, oh, this is on. Eight <laughs> times in the theater. Yeah. And and I do want to say this. I hope, I know I made Jody watch it. Not made. That came out wrong. Uh, I, I, you know, Jody knows that I enjoy some of these horror films. Halloween's Rob Zombie's 2007. I want to see the 2018. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't, but the 2007 one, we have to watch together. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, soon. Of what about the different versions of that? Well, that's what we said, like, in the original Halloween, if we're going back to, you know, you know, Slash You episode 11, Halloween edition. Grown-up slumber party, we watch them all. Yes. And with our tops off. No. Um, okay, now we're just getting a little creepy. Oh, <laughs> have you listened to our podcast, sweetheart? <laughs> Um, we, you know, we explore, like, there's, uh, the original Halloween left, I mean, this is my invitation to Carpenter. Yeah, let's let him, uh, let's let him run off, and then we'll just, we'll see what happens. Making those kids from 1978, they were watching it in theaters, you know, drinking Tab and, you know, listening to fucking Donna Summer. We're like, oh, this is a fucking crazy movie. Like, it's, it's kind of nuts. This is your last slash you call. For Scream. From our lady, from our partners. What else you got about Scream? Anything? Any closing? Uh, yeah, like if there's anything else you want to remember. Oh, um, no, but thank you for having me on. <laughs> um, happy Halloween. Yeah. Dude, I freaking love October. It's my favorite. Oh, can we just talk about our um, costumes real fast? And then we'll yes, we can. Oh, little costume plug. Make it costume plug. Play Clue, and we thought, what should we be for Halloween? So we thought group outfit. Then we thought, let's go as the Clue character. Yep. From the game. Boom. Clue. I'm Colonel. Which we're playing tonight. After we sign off, we're playing tonight. We may be in, you know, a pandemic, but we still are smartly trying to have fun. Exactly. We're safe. I I'm playing Mrs. Peacock. I got a peacock mask. I'm Mr. Plum. Nick. Mrs. White. Cheryl. And I'm Colonel Mustard. Yeah. That's Andy. And we got some other. I hope you know. We got a scarlet and a green. Yeah. Maybe the green might be my dog. So. Sweet. So we did happy go a little. Halloween. We did go. Yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. We did go happy a little Halloween. over. We'll um, um, 
like and subscribe. Get to review us at slash you yep. underscore podcast on Instagram. What are we on Facebook, Andy? Facebook.com slash slash you, but we need to cover what we're watching next. Oh, shit. Yeah, so you want to take a second and tell you what we're watching next? Body Count, 1986. Oh, that's the next one we're watching. That's what we're going to watch next. Body Count. It, uh, it's for free on Amazon Prime. Looks like a really good one. 1986. Want me to read the de- description? Do it. A bodybuilder, a junk food addict, a wild blonde nymph, and their friends are stalked by a terrifying figure. A horrific tale of murder as a fun-loving group of college students explore the Colorado wilderness in this slasher by Italian blah blah blah. It cuts off. Da, but, da, da. Wait, this is this is this means an, it's an Italian director or an Italian. I, di- I can only assume it. It's gonna say an Italian Dude, director. No, slash use international man. We we. Yeah. Is it subtitles and more? Is it have um, subtitles maybe? No, I, it's it in English. Doesn't I'm matter. Sure. We're it's gonna, gonna watch be great. We're watching Body Four minutes and it looks fantastic. The name of Ice T's hardcore band in the eighties. Body count. Body oh. count. Amazon Prime free. Let me hear your body count. Andy. Body count. Nick. Why don't you go ahead and uh, let our fucking beautiful partner's wife and fiance mm-hmm. know how stoked we were to have them here. Yeah. It was very lovely to have you lovelies with us today. It and was thank so you. Nice. Thank you, guys. Yes. Thank yeah. you. It was fun. I am so stoked, though, to say uh, on what Andy just said. Thank you so much, yep. Jody. Thank you so much, Cheryl, for joining thank us. Thank you. Thank it you. It was so awesome. Yeah. And uh, I want to say this Happy Halloween. Welcome to Slash You. Slash You all later. Andy, stop. Slash You. Slash Tastic.